This episode is sponsored by Gorgeous. Gorgeous is the number one e-commerce help desk that lets you manage and respond to messages from your site, social, email, and SMS all in one platform. They have built-in automations to handle common queries like order tracking and save your team time and money. Get a free month by clicking the link in the description and elevate your customer experience today. You're listening to the Agency X Podcast. I'm your host, John Sertakowski, founder and CEO at Avex, a New York City-based e-commerce agency for high-growth D2C brands. As always, I'm joined by our e-commerce strategist, David Anzalone. Our goal is to provide some insight into e-commerce, technology, design, and everything in between. Let us know what you think of today's episode and make sure to visit our website, avexdesigns.com. Welcome to the Agency X podcast. I'm your host, John Sertakowski, joined by David Anzalone as always. How's it going, David? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm on my third cup of coffee today, so I'm like super jacked up to talk about this today. Awesome. I had a, um, I had a no carb, no sugar uh, pre-workout energy drink, uh, which whose name I actually don't know or don't remember, but it's pretty good. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those will, those will get you jacked up as well. I usually have some sort of pre-workout, but I had two cups of coffee today before the gym. So I was like, uh, do I want to throw 300 milligrams of caffeine into me before I go? And the answer was no, because I'm not crazy. But now it's like midday doing the podcast and uh, I felt it was right time get a little so it might it might i just started drinking it so it might ramp up towards the end and get really interesting um who knows let's see what happens uh today we are talking about a question that we get often i would say maybe once a week um especially from brands who are not on shopify plus yet obviously uh the question is when is the right time and when should brands upgrade to Shopify plus, which maybe we've touched on in the past, but I don't think we've had a whole episode dedicated to it. So we want to try to help merchants answer that question today on when it's right for them, when it isn't, and uh, when is a good time. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to kind of diving into this a little bit. For sure. And I think the big place that we can start is sort of the Obvious one, which, you know, there's a lot of, I would say there's a lot of indicators on a brand level that you'd want to factor in when thinking, should you upgrade to Shopify Plus? But I would say the, the metric that I think matters the most is the amount of revenue that the brand generates simply because of Shopify Plus cost. Because Shopify basic to advanced, I, I think it, you know, it, it stems from $30 to in the hundreds of dollars a month. Shopify Plus, there's not like one price for it, but it's, I think it's, um, you know, it could be as high as a couple thousand a month. Is that right? Yeah, well, it kind of starts off at about, and they actually over the past, I think it was maybe a few months ago, they added some pricing to the site. And, you know, we always try to give some guidance there where it starts at um, $2,000 per month, but it's, you know, that's where it's starting. Um, There's a kind of variable fee for higher volume businesses. So like if you're selling something that's $5 and you're doing insanely high volume, that's going to be a little different. So it's not based off of their revenue. Um, That's a good indicator. Uh, But the, the price starts at 2K a month. And then depending on your volume, depending on like your revenue and things like that, it can 
be uh, more than that. Um, but it, the, the goal of, of this call is to really outweigh the pros and cons and if they're seeing a return on their investment. So for merchants that are, are doing, so the, the point that you made about revenue, I think that's a good early indicator, but not the only indicator. Um, because we do know brands that are doing above the one, two, three million mark who haven't upgraded to Shopify Plus yet. And that's around the time that you want to start considering it. But it has to make right for your business. I mean, you could be on Shopify Basic and be doing 10 million in revenue. Like there's, there's nothing stopping you from selling those products. There's just going to be a lot of benefits. And also, as you mentioned, there's the, the costs of the transactions. So especially if you're a high volume brand, you're selling a lot, you're doing a lot of transactions. There's a point where it starts to make a lot more sense and you won't ne- it won't necessarily pay for itself. That used to be in the past some years ago. It would essentially start paying for itself with transactions. That's a little bit different now that it's scalable. Um, But it does start to offset those costs and it opens up a lot of different features. So I would say that your revenue is a good early indicator, but you shouldn't be making your technology stack decisions solely based on your revenue for the year. There's a lot of other factors that come into play. No, for sure. And I think because, uh, you know, one of the brand, one brand that's on Shopify uh, that's huge is called Crossnet and they're not on plus. I believe they're still on, I think, either basic or advanced uh, the way from from memory. Anyway, the way that they uh, they're one of their big reasoning is the, you know, the law, the thing that you mentioned before, how the the reduction in transaction fees isn't enough for them. And I think they're even using a uh, like a third party checkout like cart hook uh, to avoid uh, like transaction fees altogether. Uh, but there's a little bit more than that too from the marketing side with uh, tools that you get that you can only get in plus, which are flows, scripts, and launchpad. And I think, you know, they're, they're great tools. They're, they're kind of situational. Um, they're not inherently... Uh, like anything that all brands should have and Shopify knows this. That's why they only include it in plus uh, brands and they kind of go together because I think one of the most useful or easiest to leverage for a merchant when considering should they be on plus is first looking to Launchpad. Uh, what, What Launchpad lets you do is you can schedule content updates and site changes to coordinate with what's on your promotional calendar and do that beforehand rather than, you know, duplicating the theme, uh, changing the content, and then manually publishing it when, you know, the, the prom- that promotional event or holiday goes live. This lets you schedule it instead. Uh, and that's a, f- a pretty big ask from a lot of brands about, hey, can we schedule content to go live rather than having to do it manually? And you can on Plus. Um, there are some tools that let you do it for non-plus stores, uh, like some third-party apps on the, the Shopify store. They're not great. They don't give you the same connectivity or integration with, with the platform than, of course, the thing that Shopify creates. So that's a pretty good indicator. If you're running a lot of promotional events or you know, that's, you know, if you're a bigger brand where 
you know, sales holidays or, uh, you know, promotional events are a big part of what you're doing on a weekly, monthly basis, then you save a lot of operational time with, you know, setting that up because you can have whoever the e-com manager is just schedule almost even schedule like all events for the year of content discounts. Um, and it's, it's kind of already done beforehand rather than having to do it manually on the fly each and every time. It's a huge time saver and yep. it kind of helps prepare for things, especially when the unexpected happens, which is very much the case in a lot of stores. Yeah, exactly. And, and those automation tools, whether you're talking about Launchpad or using scripts and flow and things like that, that has that's something that some other platforms don't have where you might have to sign up for a separate service or you need additional apps and things like that, or maybe they just don't offer it at all. Um, we've seen that, that that's something that's very interesting to all brands when it's especially around black Friday, cyber Monday, that's where it's being used a lot um, because you don't have to stay up at one in the morning to put up a promotion and then take it down at a certain time. You can launch it and automatically have it go away, whether it's like some content or um, uh, certain um, sales or things like that, that are, are have a limited time. Um, Also, in the streetwear world where there's a lot of drops occurring, like you need to drop a certain product, it's available for a certain time or a certain promotion that's available for a certain time. And there's definitely ways that you can do maybe raffles and stuff like that using scripts and, and a mix of launch pads. So there's a lot of a lot of interesting things there to do once your business starts to get a bit more sophisticated uh, when it comes to automation. And, and I think Launchpad is a great example of that. Um, so is Shopify plus Flow, uh, which really allows for different ways. It's kind of like if you're familiar with Zapier, it's kind of like Zapier, but built into Shopify. It has those like kind of if, if then statements um, where like if a customer takes a certain action, um, it triggers something and then you can make other things occur. So you can tag customers, you could integrate with like Klaviyo and some other tools uh, to be able to do certain things that you couldn't normally do without Shopify Plus. So I think those are like the two biggest functionalities out of the box that Shopify Plus has. Um, But there's also some apps that only work with Shopify Plus as well. Um, What's the, I think order bump, right? really cool app that's been, that came out like last year or so. I think order bump only works with Shopify plus. And I think that has some, something to do with customizing the checkout. So there are, um, there are some, some apps that you need Shopify plus for. Uh, and the, again, that shouldn't be your only reason. I think it's a culmination of all of these different things um, that we're going to get into. So revenue, transaction costs, automation and if your business needs it and wants to do it and you're going to see a return on investment and also certain apps in the ecosystem that you may want to use that you're going to be like, wow, this is a great app. I'm definitely going to see a return on the investment from this app alone, but it requires Shopify plus. Maybe it is the right time to check out. Uh, So I think those are a few things that need to be considered. um, a A few of the many things that need to be considered and if it's right for your brand. 
Yeah, because you know, with automation, I think brands of any scale can really make use of uh, tools that are going to streamline how you manage your backend, how you set up products, how you uh, you know maintain your customer list. And automations are great, like we've discussed many times on this show, because they let you focus on the things that are arguably more important for whatever position you are in your brand at the time. And where you know, Shopify scripts or flows or Launchpad comes in is that if, you know, the people that manage your site, if they're so overwhelmed to the point where they can barely handle everything they have to do on the store, and there's clearly some actions they're taking that are manual that could very well be automated. And, you know, it varies per the brand of what what they need because there is the marketing component of, uh, flows, right? Where if you're tagging customers based on, you know, dollar threshold, order threshold, uh, purchase type, if you're trying to segment users based on product category or identify loyal customers. But there's also maintaining inventory levels, restocking, uh, creating collections or archiving them when things are sold out. You know, a lot of these operational things that aren't the sexiest part of e-commerce, but they're what's necessary to keep the wheel turning. And if, you know, that wheel's not moving super well and clearly things just could be automated and there's no good way of doing it without some of these tools that plus provides, then that's probably a great way of determining, okay, it's probably worth the cost because, you know, my team can't handle this. It's not as easy as just hiring another person because even that may not do it. So if Shopify plus with its automations can, you know, keep things running, can avoid having you to hire more people to handle a lot of things simply because there's no need for it. It's, again, if, especially if it's something that can very easily be automated, even if there's some theory crafting that has to go behind it, um, even though it's more money upfront, long-term you'll end up saving yourself from getting so overwhelmed that then you have to react to something rather than being proactive for it. Great point. Yeah, and I think that is... I mean, the the the... the the cost of hiring people in exchange for either using some functionality like SaaS products like Shopify Plus or some of the apps in the ecosystem or like the, the, the use case you just mentioned, or even hiring an agency like ours, I think that oftentimes we look at return on investment and we talk about how much money are we going to make as opposed to how much money are we going to save as well. Uh, so sometimes when it, whether it's hiring someone to do Clavio email marketing and setting up automations and running your campaigns or building your store or optimizing it for conversions or using certain SaaS products like in Shopify Plus using Flow and all these things, that might save you two to three hires. And on the business side of things, that's salary, that's insurance, that's, you know, other costs of doing business. And until that makes sense to bring someone in internally, um, you want to try to leverage all of these different tools. And that's the, the, that's the, the purpose of automation is trying to leverage some of these tools until it's right for someone to come in and maybe oversee that portion of it or oversee, oversee some other portions of your business. Uh, so that's a great point. Um, and it does save some time and money. Um, a few other things and some stats here to kind of get into, which I think help with the value prop of Shopify Plus and when it might be a good time uh, to consider it. So 
10, and this was just kind of upgraded in the past week, but I remember when it was about 2,000 brands on Shopify Plus or 5,000 brands. Now they've exceeded 10,000 Shopify Plus brands, which is just showing the growth of the platform, which is really huge. And that's great for all these merchants that have, are going and moving into that seven-figure number or above. Um, so that's really great. Uh, and what's really interesting about that is that they also have over 10,000 peak checkouts per minute across Shopify Plus, something that they're, you know, are always blasting out there, especially during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all the different checkouts and and things like that. So I, I think that is um, one thing that is kind of, I wouldn't say overlooked, but especially for the brands that are doing high volume drops, being able to automate them, but also taking into consideration the different flash sales that they may have. Um, like one of our clients, well, previous clients, Kith, they used to have some really insane drops where they would um, drop a product and be sold out instantly. And even then, this was a few years ago, things would crash. Now with Shopify Plus, they're constantly focusing on those peak checkouts and being able to have insane amounts of volume go to your store uh, so that your store isn't crashing. And that does happen on other platforms, especially if you're doing something that's self-hosted and you have to worry about your hosting and your server. Um, if you're a high growth brand, you know, we're not talking about some of these enterprise brands out there that have, that are spending tens of thousands of dollars on servers and things like that. But if you're a high growth DTC brand, you know, and, and you want to make sure that when you drop a product that your site isn't crashing, you're going to need an e-commerce platform that has kind of those, that peak checkout and has a lot of checkouts occurring or could handle a lot of checkouts occurring at one time, especially during the holiday seasons and especially during those flash sales and those drops. So that's another thing to consider. Um, those lost sales that can occur if you don't have a commerce platform that's able to handle those. But once again, you don't want to jump into that without knowing if that's something for your business. But you also want to be, like to your point, David, you want to be uh, re, uh, proactive, not reactive. So ensuring that you do have a commerce platform that's able to handle that um, if that's the type of business that you're operating. And if, and if you're um, and at the end of the day, that's a really good problem to have, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and another thing too about Plus, I mean, there are some brands who out of the gate will start with Plus. And I would say that tends to be a little little more rare. Um, you know, usually when a brand who's not, who hasn't been on Shopify previously uh, enters into Shopify Plus without having ever gone to basic Shopify, it's usually because either the brand is like a very large, uh, you know, already existing brand who's either migrating to Shopify or um, they haven't, uh, or they don't have, they've had no e-commerce platform whatsoever, but they've sold to the traditional route for like a number of years. But there's also a trend where a lot of, you know, new startups, that get a lot of funding. They have a lot of money, so they'll just go on Plus right off the bat and say, okay, you know, Plus it's more expensive. It must be better. So we'll just do that. That's probably where I kind of, like, even if you have the money to spend on it, probably doesn't mean you should do it. I'd probably recommend most brands starting on Shopify regular. And then if you feel that you need or could benefit from Plus, jump up to there. Um, less so on the enterprise brands, more on the, like, newer startups that get a lot of capital mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, it once again, this is going to depend on your business. We've had brands who started off on Shopify Plus. Um, 
they were backed by finance. They also had, they were, they were prepping and knowing that they were going to do higher sales in the first quarter that they launched. But I do think that there's some misunderstandings about upgrading to Shopify Plus, meaning that it might be some sort of big process to do so. It's not like with Magento, it's not like changing hostings, it's not like you have to migrate anything. You could start off on Shopify Advanced or something and then grow into Plus. And I think Shopify themselves would probably agree with that because the last thing that they want is someone signing up for Shopify Plus and it doesn't work out for them in the first year. And then they're looking to downgrade um, because that's going to show a higher churn rate for them of people upgrading to Shopify Plus and then downgrading. So they do want to make sure our brand is ready for it. And a lot of other um, SaaS products and, and things like that, that might be a higher cost, operate the same way. So someone like Yotpo is not the cheapest solution out there. They're more of a premium solution because they, they, they have some really great products there. They also want to make sure that you're going to stay on the platform. And I think that's smart for Shopify Plus as well as not wanting brands that are just into it because it's a name or they think that they need to start with it. So it has to be right for your business. One, if you're migrating from another platform, you're a bigger brand. Yeah, it makes sense. You already have that audience. But if you're a startup, unless there's some core functionality within Shopify Plus that you need to operate your business, you may want to just say, hey, let's start off with advanced or something and then upgrade when the time is right. And maybe that's three months down the line. Maybe that's six months down the line. Uh, but you want to be saving on, uh, on capital um, to make sure that you're reinvesting that in marketing. Um, uh, but again, if you need to take care of those automations, like you said earlier, sometimes these startups or these smaller D2C brands are running with a skeleton crew. They're running with maybe a handful of employees. So maybe it does make sense for them to start off with Shopify Plus if they're expecting some higher, higher volume, if they're doing a lot of promotions because they need to make use of those automations. They need to make use of different types of scripts and flows and uh, Launchpad and um, some of the other apps that might supplement the need for making a hire for that role. Uh, so it, in another sense, it really depends, but like, Sometimes it really does benefit the smaller teams. Uh, and I think that's where a lot of these e-commerce platforms like Shopify, Shopify Plus came in and were like, well, look, you don't need a 20, 30, 40, 50 person um, brand to be able to, or an, a full IT team or something to operate your e-commerce store. Whereas back in the day, even not too long ago, you would need someone who knows your hosting and how to access things through FTP and databases and you know, you couldn't really operate without some sort of full-time either web developer or an agency or an IT person. Now you don't need that as much, but you may want to kind of offset some of those hires by, by using Shopify Plus. So I know we want to try to answer when's the right time to upgrade and who's it right for, but I think the short answer is always going to be, it depends. There's always those use cases where it may make sense right out of the gate. And we've seen it happen. And so far, none of the brands that we've, launched Shopify Plus with like the net new brands, none of them have, have downgraded. They've all been pretty successful. Um, so for them, at least it was a good decision. Sure. And so I think to kind of sum it all up, you know, to the question of, hey, when, when or if should I upgrade to Shopify Plus, you have to consider one, financially, can your brand afford it? Does it make sense to do so at that, at that point? Two, 
not thinking about it as how much more money is Shopify Plus going to make me, but how much time and money am I going to save from the operational automations that it provides? Uh, and how much can I benefit from that? And three, like we've kind of said before, I kind of review your, uh, you know, how many customers you're having, how many transactions you're getting, uh, at what point are you seeing the growth in your brand so much that you may want to even consider it? Because it's one thing to think about it, but as time goes on and as you know, you make more sales, you make more changes to your site and brand and business, uh, start thinking, okay, when should I have that conversation? You know, when should I start even doing the work of weighing the pros and cons? And from there, I think that's a pretty good way of gauging, okay, do I really need this or can I hold off and wait for now? Yeah, th those are all great points. And that's, I mean, with, with anything that you're going to spend money on in your business, whether it's a new hire, a new piece of technology, um, introducing new products or services, you're always going to want to do a cost-based analysis. You're always going to want to look into, well, how much am I saving? You know, what's the return on investment? How much is it going to cost me? Can I sustain here? So weighing the pros and cons. So I think that's really important. So I do respect some of the brands who haven't upgraded yet. Um, and I'm sure they're looking into it. And of course, some of the brands who just started with it, they felt it was the best decision for them. Uh, so it's always going to depend, but you really need to look into it. Um, and, and also there, there's, there's some other things in there that might be a selling point for you. Uh, the wholesale side of things, for, for instance, you know, Shopify Plus has um, a wholesale component that can um, help a lot of brands who, are, who need some sort of wholesale um, capabilities out of the gate. Um, there's, there's also the, um, um, if you're looking to go headless, which is probably something that you shouldn't be doing right out of the gate. But if you are looking to use head, go headless and use um, Shopify's API, you're probably going to want to start off with Shopify Plus as well. If that's the case, you're making a big investment all around. So, you know, using Shopify Plus was probably already factored into your decisions. Uh, and that might be a conversation for another day. Uh, some other things to consider are the ecosystem around that. Like what apps are you using? What's the best marketing tech stack? And um, I'd love to be able to dive deeper into our next podcast, which is going to be a lot more in depth about how, what's the, the, the best marketing and kind of tech stack within the Shopify Plus ecosystem. So what are the brands, what are the, um, the products that a lot of our merchants are using that they're seeing success with um, around reviews and loyalty and UGC and email and SMS. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of diving a lot deeper into that whole ecosystem. Same. Um, but I think from here, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully those on Shopify who have had that question of should they move to plus now or later, hopefully you found some insight into this uh, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks a lot. <laughs>